0: Hey, hey everyone, this is Bola from CleverGirlFinance.com, and welcome to another episode of the Clever Girls Know podcast. Today, I'm gonna be talking about seven things I did before quitting my six-figure job to become a full-time entrepreneur. This is something I've been asked about pretty often, and I thought, why not do a podcast episode on it? I also actually have a blog post um, that I created regarding this same topic, the seven things I did before I quit my job, but I thought, why not talk about it on here And just get a little bit more in depth as to how I was able to quit my job and basically the steps I took before saying goodbye (laughs) to that six figure salary that I was earning. So I quit my job back in August of 2016 to work on Clever Girl Finance and other things full time. And like I mentioned, I was earning a six-figure salary and a very nice salary, as far as I'm concerned, um, before, I, before I quit that job. And I really left the job because I wanted to do something that I really loved and was passionate about. Not that I didn't love my job. I just wanted to pursue something that was mine and be able to do things on my own terms. However, I didn't just wake up one morning in August and decide, you know what, I'm quitting this job. I actually had a plan around when I wanted to quit. And you know, it's, it was a slower progression. It was a more thought out approach because I had to lay out what I wanted to do step by step. And that's what I'm going to be talking about um, in this episode around those seven things that I did. I know that a lot of people want to make that transition from employee to business owner. Um, and the most obvious way to do it is just to quit your job because you, know, you may hate it so much, or you feel like if you quit your job, you have more time to work on your business. But I think it's really important to have a plan in place that You track towards as to when you want to quit your job. I don't think it is um, very wise to just wake up one day and quit and decide I'm going to focus on my business unless you have a plan and a serious backup in place. Um, You do hear those success stories of people who just woke up one day, quit their job, and everything was amazing, their business blew up. But, you know, on the flip side, there are thousands and thousands of stories of people who have done that and things didn't quite work out. So I think it's really important to have a plan, especially one around your finances, when you are thinking of quitting your job, and it's all about hanging in there at that job for a little bit longer while you execute your plan. That way, when you do eventually transition from being an employee to being a full time business owner, you kind of have that buffer in place, that peace of mind, especially around your finances. So, let's get into the seven things I did before quitting my job to become a full time entrepreneur. Oh, and I, I do have to say this I want to give a little bit more context as to basically where I was. Um before I start talking about those seven things, just so you kind of understand a little bit more about my story. So I started working um, full time in two thousand and four after college. and I remember my first day at work. I was like, oh my God, I just I can't do this. I can't do this because I was so used to, you know, taking classes and then coming home and staying up to two, three am and then going to classes for a couple hours, coming home, you know, sleeping, and that kind of scattered schedule. In college, that when I started a full time job and I had to wake up at seven to be at work at eight thirty, and I had to be there till five or six or sometimes seven, eight p.m., it was just like, oh my god, what is this? This can't be life. I'm quitting in max two years. Obviously, I had no idea what I was talking about, but I just kind of knew that I wanted to do my own thing. And even though I had my side hustles while I was working because I worked a full time career for twelve years, I think yeah, about twelve years, I um, never made that transition because I kind of felt like I wasn't ready and I had many successes with my side hustles. Um, I had a couple failures with side hustles, but I think that everything I learned over the years with those side hustles led me to the point where I felt like I was ready to step out on my own with Clever Girl Finance. And I was ready to create a plan that would allow me to, to make that transition from being um, an employee with a side hustle to being a full-time business or multi-business owner. And so I think that it's really important that if you're trying to make that transition from, from employee to business owner, that you really do you know some soul searching and determine if you're ready because... I wasn't ready, you know, I was when I when I first started working, I was so overwhelmed by how much I was working, but when I think about how much effort I put into my businesses right now, it's <laughs> it's no comparison to the work I was doing in my career. I'm working so much more, but it doesn't feel like work because I love, I love, love what I'm doing. And so there's no rush to make the transition. I think you know, and I've said this before, it's important to have a plan and transition when you feel comfortable. Don't force yourself to quit your job to pursue a business without a plan. The plan is important. So let's get into to the seven things I did. So the very first thing I did when I decided I wanted to do Clever Girl Finance when I had the idea for Clever Girl Finance was I put everything down on paper. I basically laid out all my thoughts and ideas for my business from the things that I thought would be easy to accomplish to the things that I figured might be out of scope because I didn't have the budget for them that I would pursue later on. Um, I determined what my why was for my business. Why did I want to start this business? Who, who was or who is my business going to help? How much am I going to need? How much was I going to need to get the business started? And how much was I going to need every month to keep it running? Um, I laid out what my short and long term business goals were, and I just basically, you know, put it all all down and really s- sat and thought through it. And it allowed me to determine if this was something that I really wanted to pursue, as well as how exactly I was going to accomplish it. And my business plan is something that I continuously review. I'm always revisiting it and updating it based on the progress I'm making with my business now and based on you know the changes that I make or things I change my mind on or new insights I get. So a business plan is very, very important. Um, that should be your first step. Before you go out and spend any of your hard-earned money, you want to lay out your idea in the form of a business plan. And when you think about creating a business plan, it doesn't have to be a 100-page long document or a fancy presentation with fancy images, but you know, it can be very simple, just a simple word document, but it has to answer these basic questions. Number one, what is your business about? Two, who is your target audience, demographic, What problem will it solve for them, and why should they buy from you? And who is your avatar? Who is that person? Who is your ideal client? What do they look like? Where do they hang out? You know, why should they care about your business? Um, What products and services are you going to offer? How are you going to market those products and services? How do you intend to fund your business, um, your your startup costs and your operating costs? Do you know how long it's going to take you to break even, or do you know, you know, do you have an idea of when? You'll be able to break even given these costs and given given these products and services you intend to offer. Where do you see your business in 12 months, 24 months, in five years? And who and what do you need to support your business? The people and the tools. So it's important that you answer these questions, even if you only do it on a high-level basis to start. And Keep in mind that, like I mentioned, your business plan should not be static. It's something you want to continuously review. And as you grow your business, um, your business as your business evolves, you may change direction and you know you come back to your business plan and take a look at it, put your thoughts down. But you want to make sure that you answer all those questions so that you have a plan to move forward before you start spending any money in this business. So the second thing I did once I had laid out my business plan and I was comfortable with where, where I wanted to get started in, you know moving forward with Clever Girl Finance was I set up my business entity, my bank accounts, and my trademark. So from an entity perspective, I started Clever Girl Finance as a sole proprietorship, but I quickly transition to an LLC once I started earning money. And the reason why I started as a sole proprietorship was because that was just the easiest thing to do. But once I started making money, earning an income, I transitioned to an LLC, limited liability company, because that provides the clear separation between your personal and your business assets. It gives you a level of protection for your personal assets and also for your business. And so having an LLC is something that you seriously want to consider. In the future, as Clever Finance continues to Grow, you know, I would certainly consider um, becoming a corporation, but you want to make sure that you set up an entity that works best for you. And I think it's okay to start out with a sole proprietorship, but you want to transition to an LLC as soon as you can because of the protection it offers. A sole proprietorship is not enough. Um, I also set up multiple bank accounts. Um, I set up a business checking account, and business savings account. So I have a business savings account for future products, services, and things I want to pursue with Clever Girl Finance. I have... um a business savings account for emergencies in the event that, you know, I have a few bad months and I need to pay my operating expenses to keep my business up and running. And I also have a business savings account where I save for taxes. I put money aside for taxes to pay my taxes because, you know, you don't want to mess with the IRS. You don't want to mess with Uncle Sam. And if your business is profitable, you're going to have to pay taxes. So I have that savings account. It's also really important that you keep your business finances separate from your personal finances for so many reasons. For one thing, you want to be able to see your business transactions and solely your business transactions alone, not blended in with personal transactions. You want to be able to track your business profitability or your business losses. You want to be able to have a clear understanding of what you owe in taxes, what your expenses are. um, And you definitely want to avoid any issues with the IRS. So if you were to ever get audited, In your business, then when you have your personal and business finances blended, it just becomes a whole mess. And so, if you're serious about growing your business, you want to have your business financials separate so you can track things accordingly. So you can make sure you have a clear view of how your business is operating. And a lot of times, people are like, "Well, I use my, you know, I use money from my business to help take care of my personal expenses." But then, if that's what you're doing, then you need to. Mark that as a salary that you pay yourself. So if every two weeks you're taking money out of your business accounts, then you need to write a check to yourself or make a transfer from your business to your personal and call that your salary. You But you shouldn't be using your business account for your personal transactions and writing checks to pay your, you know, I don't know, buy groceries for your house on your business account. You want to have that clear separation. So once I had my entity in place and my account set up, I started talking to my lawyer about establishing my trademark, which I currently have in place. Having a trademark is really important because it protects your business. It protects your brand from people who may try to use it or steal it. And it just gives you that peace of mind knowing that you have that protection with a trademark. And yes, it costs a few hundred dollars, but it is a worthwhile investment in your business. If you're serious about that business and you're serious about that brand, then you definitely want to have a trademark in place for your business. So number three, the third thing I did before I quit my job was I bulked up my emergency fund. So I knew about a year before that, you know what? I'm going to be transitioning into this business full-time I have decided I want to do it. I love doing this as a side hustle and I want to take it full time. And so I made it a goal to bulk up my emergency savings. So typically the standard is to have three to six months of your basic living expenses. But my goal was to get my emergency savings to 12 to 18 months, which to me was a good amount to keep me going in the event that I didn't earn I didn't start earning an income or become profitable with CleverGirl Finance as quickly as I had hoped. And the reason why I decided on 12 to 18 months, so 18 months actually, was because um, I just wanted to have that peace of mind. So I am married and my spouse works and his income could have very well been my fallback in the event that, you know, things didn't go according to plan, but I wanted my transition to cause as as little or no financial burden on him whatsoever. And I wanted to be able to contribute my own part, to continue to contribute my own part towards our household expenses seamlessly. And so I didn't want my business to feel like a burden on him. I wanted to be able to have the finances in place so that regardless of what was going on with my business, I could still contribute to my household. And that's why I chose 18 months. So you don't have to do 18 months. However, if you're considering quitting your job to go full time in business, you want to have a fully funded emergency account. So calculate what your monthly basic living expenses are and then plan to put out at least put aside at least six months in savings before you quit your job. One year would be even better. Keeping in mind that based on that business plan you have created, you have a plan as to, you know, your products and services and how you're going to earn income and how you're going to market those products and services for your business and how soon you're going to be able to start generating that income. You want to make sure you have that in place and you align it with your business plan, with your emergency savings. So let's say, you know, you feel like it's going to take you at least eight months to start turning a profit in your business. Then you want to make sure that you build your emergency fund out to nine months or even 12 months. That way, you have that buffer in the event that things don't quite go according to plan or you know you end up not making money as quickly as you thought you would. And again, this is what I did. It's not necessarily what you have to do, but this is what I suggest. Um, and it's a slower progression because it means that you might have to spend more time working full-time and keeping your business as a side hustle until you get that emergency fund, fund up. But you know, I'm a firm believer of being it's better safe than sorry. And of course, there are many people who just leap out on faith and believe that, okay, I'm going to quit my job with a month of savings and I'm going to get aggressive and things are going to work out. And if that's who you are and that's that type of person that you feel like, you know what, this is going to work out, then by all means, (laughs) try it out. But I, again, you know, better safe than sorry. You need to have a plan. You need to have that plan in place um, so that you just have peace of mind about your money and you can focus on your business. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to not have to worry about the finances so I could just focus on my business and I could put my all into growing my business. And so I think it's better to quit with a plan in place than to quit with anxiety and stress around, oh my God, how am I going to pay my rent? Oh my God, how am I going to pay my bills? I need to make money. And you know, you start kind of falling off with what you actually want to do with your business. And then you start doing things that you don't really want to do because you're trying to make a quick buck to pay your bills. If that makes sense. Okay. So the fourth thing I did was I created my business budget and creating my business budget helped me lay out number one, my startup costs, what they were going to be, as well as my estimated monthly expenses. And those are the things that I was going to need. That was the money I was going to need to, get my, to keep my business up and running on a monthly basis. Um, it also helped me determine how much at a minimum I needed to be making in income so that I could cover my expenses and also so that I could start to break even and start earning a profit so I could pay myself a salary. So creating a business budget is really critical to the, you know, to the success of your business. It helps you track your income and your expenses, and it helps you determine your business profits and losses. Um, Your business budget can also help you gain some really valuable insights on what is working best, um, what areas in your business in terms of products and services are not doing that great, or what areas are doing better than others, and how much income those different things are earning for you, how much money you're spending on marketing and you know expenses and utilities and things like that. So on clevergirlfinance.com, I have a blog post all about business budgeting that you can check out. Just head over to the site and search business budget, but you want to make Make sure you have a business budget in place similar with your personal life what your bus- your personal budget is to help you track your income and expenses to make sure that you know you're not spending more than you earn to make sure that you know what is happening with your money and you want to have that same approach to your business finances you need to have a business budget in place so you can track your business income your business expenses your costs so you know how much you need to be making in order to cover your costs and so that you can avoid getting into debt with your business. Okay. So number five, um, I waited till I was generating some income in my business. So before quitting my job, I made sure my business was generating a consistent average amount of income that I knew that if I went full-time, I would be able to scale. So that means that before I quit, I spent a lot of time testing out business models, testing out products and services, asking for feedback from my from my audience, from my demographic, um, to see what worked so that I could continue to do those things as I grew my business. And having an income coming in from my business allowed me to reduce the stress of, you know, let's say I wasn't making any money in business. Like, having that money coming in helped me eliminate that stress around, okay, I know that I, c- I can do this full-time. I can go and do this full-time without having to stress out. And so I still have an inconsistent income now, but I have an average consistent income. So some months I may have income coming in that's much higher than my average or a little lower than my average, but there is a baseline and amount that I know that I will make each month. And Waiting until your business starts making some money is not a bad idea because it gives you an opportunity to prove your concept and also helps you determine what is working and what's not working, what you need to readjust in your business. And the income your business generates does not need to replace your work salary entirely. Um, The income I was making when um, I went full-time did not replace my salary. And I haven't quite gotten to the point where I have replaced that six figure salary that was making that awesome salary I was making. But, you know, it should be enough to help you start covering some of those business expenses, if not all of them. That way, when you do quit your job, you know that at the very minimum, the expenses you need to keep your business running are covered from um, what you're bringing in every month. And then you also have that emergency savings that you would have put in place that would act as your buffer in the event that your business is not making the money you need it to make right away. So number six is all about how I funded my business. And I started saving money for my business while I was working full time. Um every time I would get paid, I would put a little money aside towards things I wanted to do for my business. And this was money that I was putting into my business accounts as a owner's deposit. So again, I was keeping my finances separate and I was just putting that money, I was saving for my business into my business account. And that was how I was able to save money to fund my business. Um, Once my business as a side hustle started making money, the next thing on my agenda was to start putting some of that money into those business savings accounts I talked about earlier. And the goal was to get to a point where my business was 100% self-sustaining, which means that I was no longer taking any more any of my personal money to put into the business. The business was basically running itself based on what it was what my business was earning. So, the income from my business now allows me to pay my business expenses, pay myself a salary, and put money aside towards taxes and savings. And so that was my goal. And so I think it's really important that You know, if you are trying to fund your business, build it into your personal budget a small amount or a certain amount that you put aside towards funding your business. Um, Once your business starts to make money, it's important that you start putting aside a percentage of your business earnings towards your business savings. So savings for your future products products and services, I can't speak, Um, saving for business emergencies and saving for taxes. It's important you start putting some money aside. That way you can build a buffer for your business. And again, this is the approach that I I took. And again, this is a slow progression. I know a lot of people who would rather go and get a loan for their business or they feel like, you know what, I'm just going to use my credit cards, but I'm not a big fan of starting a business out in debt. Um, And before you can even qualify for a business loan, you're going to have to show a business plan and show that bank or lender that you're going to be able to pay that money back. Um, if you use credit cards, understand that you're going to be paying back in high interest and you're going to have to pay that money back because it's debt. Um, alternatives to funding your business are to get investors, friends, and family. But again, they're, want, they're going to want to see how you're going to be able to give them a re- return on their investment. And sometimes they may want you to, or sometimes you may have to give up a part of of your company in order to get you know the investment, especially if you're trying to get investment from outside parties, so people outside of your friends and family, you're probably going to have to give up a portion of your business. And so I chose to self fund. I chose to go the slow and steady route, and you know I own my business 100, percent and my business is self sustaining, and I've avoided having to take on a loan to fund my business. And that's just the approach that I recommend um, because I'm not in a rush. Um, I want my business to grow, but I want it to grow the right way. And I want to make sure that it's growing in a way that I am comfortable with. So, if my business has a ton of debt sitting on it, it's going to stress me out. So, you definitely want to seriously consider self funding your business. And that means start putting money aside for your business now, build it into your personal budget, okay? Business funding. And whenever you get paid, Put a little money in your business savings accounts and build up that way. So number seven, the final thing that I did, well, one of the final things I did, um, and this is a big one, I prepared myself mentally for the lifestyle and the emotions that come with entrepreneurship. And the reason why I knew I needed to do this was because I've had side hustles and, I mean, being an entrepreneur is lonely. It is... It seems fun and exciting from the outside looking in, but it's almost like a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing in the sense that you get to do what you want to do. You know, you get to um, build your own schedule, do things on your own terms. You love this thing. You're passionate about it. But curse in the sense that it's 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 you. The entire responsibility of this thing is you. If it fails, if it succeeds, it's on you. There is the stress associated to um, you know, owning a business. It's going to bed at night with your business on your mind, waking up with your business on your mind. It's the long hours. It's it's just a lot to be an entrepreneur. And you don't always see that when you are looking at people on social media or when you're looking from the outside in, you don't always get to see that. And so I kind of got a little bit of that, you know, I got, I got to know what that felt like a little bit when I had a side hustle, because I was working long hours. I was working late hours. I was one of the, one of few people amongst my friends who had a business. So I couldn't really talk to too many people about business because they didn't quite get it. And so I ha- I made sure I started preparing myself to deal with that stuff and it is lonely being an entrepreneur because not everybody will get why you're hustling so hard. Not everyone is going to get why you're stressing yourself out so hard. Not everyone is going to get why you're working all those long hours and nights, the weekends, why you keep talking about your business. Um and so you have to prepare yourself mentally and emotionally. Um it's it's a lot of work. Um and you just have to be prepared for it like the, the, there are going to be a lot of highs where you feel like oh my god this is so amazing I'm my own boss this is awesome and then there's going to be the lows where you're like oh my god I made the biggest mistake of my life why did I quit my job oh my god who cares about this business nobody what am I doing I need to go find a job like I think every other week I kind of have a high and then a low and it's just normal and I have friends now who are also business owners so we're kind of like in this same boat together and we just vent off of each other like when I just have one of those days where I'm like, you know what? I just, I can't deal with this. I'm just stressed out. I have a headache. I'm going to quit. I'm never going to succeed. I can vet to somebody who gets it and they can do the same with me. So it's important that you set the expectations that this life of being a business owner is hard work. And you're going to have to hustle and get aggressive and put in the work and accept the failures and take the lessons from the failures and pick yourself up and keep going if you want to succeed in business. You're going to have to understand that it's not a walk in the park. You're going to work harder than you've ever worked um, for anybody else, for any employer, if you want to succeed in your business. And so I highly, highly recommend that you find people who are on a similar journey as you, um, who have accomplished what you're trying to do so other successes. Successful business owners, and just surround yourself with those people, and have them there to motivate you and keep you going. And has it been worth it for me? Absolutely. I'm never gonna work a job for anybody else again. Um, I love what I do. I love doing it for myself. I love the other businesses that I work on um, for myself. And you know, I love this journey. But you're gonna have to give up some stuff. You're gonna have to sacrifice. You're gonna have to give up time. Um, you know, so. And you're going to have to put in time. So just remember, um, patience, you have to be patient with yourself and with your business. You have to give it time to grow um, and you have to rest. Um, And one of my faults is that I'm not good at resting and I'm trying to get better with it, but you have to rest because when you rest, you can work at your fullest potential. You can think at your fullest potential. So those are the seven things that I did. And just to recap, I'll go over them again. Um, I created my business plan, very important. I set up my business entity, my bank accounts, my trademark. I bulked up my business uh, savings business emergency account. I created a business budget. I waited till I was generating some income. I saved money to fund my business on myself, by myself, and I prepared mentally for the lifestyle and the emotions, and you know, I'm always trying to make sure that I'm keeping my mind straight. <laughs> Because, like I mentioned, running a business is hard. And this is not to discourage you because I love doing this. And if you're really passionate about your business and you're serious about getting your business successful, you love doing it too. You just have to be prepared for the journey. So I hope this was useful. I hope this was helpful. I hope this motivates you to, you know, put things in place to be able to make that transition from being an employee to becoming a full-time business owner. And if you love what you have listened to on this podcast, please, please subscribe either on iTunes or on SoundCloud and head over to clevergirlfinance.com and subscribe there too so you can get access to my free resource library. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening. Bye.